following is a podcast of Echo, a middle school ministry at Victory Family Church. For more details, visit lifeatvictory.com slash middle school. We are in week two of this series, Life and Love. And let me just say this. If it matters to God, it matters to us. And we want to live a life that honors God. This week, we're going to be talking about the things that we feel tempted to hide and how they can unintentionally be becoming our master. Before we jump into week two, I just wanted to remind everybody why we exist as a church and a youth group. We exist so that all people can realize God loves them unconditionally. So right now, just go ahead and tap yourself on the shoulder because God loves you unconditionally. Listen, if you missed last week, please go back and listen to the podcast. We don't want you to miss out on what God's been doing. But by the way, we are so excited to call you family. We are all about students being known and needed, nobody forgotten about. The minute that you walked through these doors, you were family. Come on. You're family and you belong. So welcome to our family. As family, we want everybody to know God. And we believe that you will get to know God as you keep coming to services. If you'll keep coming, we believe that through the messages, through worship, through small groups, that God will begin to do a work in you and you will get the tools and the resources to grow in right relationship with the Father. Amen to that. Right now, you could go ahead and get your Bibles out, and maybe that's your phone, however you go through God's Word, but we want to do it together. And remember this, remember that note-takers are history makers, so I just encourage you to take notes today. Let's just go ahead, let's jump into today's talk. If you weren't with us last week, we started this conversation about a topic that's important to all of us, sex. Last week, we discovered that sex was created by God and designed for the proper context. We learn that sex is best when reserved for the right season of life because when practiced outside of its correct context, it has the power to take away from God's amazing plan for your life. And in case you didn't know, God wants what's best for you. This week I'm talking about a place that girls may have never seen before, hopefully they've never seen before, the boys' locker room. Now, let me just start by saying the smell in there is... Well, we all know that they will never make an Axe fragrance that smells like that. Uh, But there is really no better place inside your school to talk about what I'm going to talk about today than the good old locker room. You see, what goes on in there illustrates an issue you may be dealing with. Let me tell you why I picked it. When I was in seventh grade, I was having a conversation with my mother. And we were talking about my grades and how recently they've been declining, particularly the test scores. And I remember telling her something, maybe you've told one of your parents before to justify this. Mom, I'm just not a good test taker. You know, and in my head, this is a great answer. To which my mom responded, really? The thing that they use to measure how much knowledge you actually have, you're not good at that? I'm like, yeah, mom, I'm not good at knowledge. Knowledge has never been a strong point for me. Uh, But I remember walking away from that conversation with a little bit of anxiety around the idea of what's going to happen the next time I fail a test. Am I going to get punished? Uh, Are my parents going to be disappointed in me? And so as I thought about that, there was one day when I was leaving this particular classroom and I looked down at the trash can and right beside it I had noticed a stack of papers. Well, what caught my attention was these papers seemed to be answers to questions. So I picked it up and I carried it out of the class with me. Well, as I looked at it, I realized that these were the answers to the next several quizzes, the next several tests that we'd be taking in that class. And in that moment, I had a decision to make. I would either be the good kid and I would go turn the the paper back into the teacher and she would see me as the hero and we'd celebrate and all of that. Or I could just slide it under some gym clothes in my locker and shut the door. 
which unfortunately is what I did. And so the answer sat in my locker hiding in the dark and I didn't really think much of it for the next couple of days until the teacher announced that we were having a test a few days away. And so I started to think about those answers and having this new decision to make of whether or not I was going to use them. Well, time went by and uh, it was the day before the test, so I didn't really have time to study. And I thought, well, maybe just this time, maybe just this time, I'll pull out the answers, I'll memorize them, I'll write them down, and then I'll get past this test so the next time I can study. Well, this happened time and time and time again. And what I noticed was my parents were really proud of me for my improved test scores, and so was the teacher. And at first, that made me feel awful because they're praising me and I know what was hiding in the dark. But you may know as well as I do, over time that feeling of guilt kinds to numb down a little bit and we don't really feel it as much. And so some time went on and I kept getting the praise and, 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 and taking the test and getting great grades, but then eventually I got caught. You know, one time I wrote down the answers and it was a little too obvious that I was cheating and the teacher caught me and I had another decision to make. Do I come out of, of where I got the answers and tell everybody what had been going on or do I keep hiding? Well, at this point, the guilt was so numb inside of me that it was way scarier to think of the embarrassment and the shame I would feel if I came clean. So I kept hiding. Well, eventually the answers went away. They ran out. I had taken all the tests with all the answers and I ran out. And so at the end of the year, we were taking a few quizzes and my grades went from A's to F's very quickly because I hadn't worried about learning any of the material. I had been spoon-fed all of the answers for so long. I'd been hiding all of this stuff, and now it was quickly exposed and pretty evident what was going on. You see, I quickly learned that this simple thing wasn't hurting anyone but myself and had slowly become my master. And I bet if you're honest with yourself, there is something in your life that you never intended to become your master, but over time, it started to take control. See, being mastered by something is a tricky thing because most of you may not even know it's in control or you would say that you struggle with something, but it's not mastering you. So you are probably wondering how you can tell if you are being mastered by something. And it's super simple to discover. If you feel the temptation to keep something in secret, it's probably mastering you because things done in secret have the potential to master you. If you don't feel like you can tell anyone about it and you justify your decision by saying it's not hurting anyone, what's the big deal? The big deal is that that thing has become your master. For me, cheating on those tests was something I felt like I had to hide. Although it didn't hurt anyone, I didn't feel like I could tell anyone. I would often go to that locker and look at the answers by myself because I felt like I had to and part of me wanted to because it was so much easier. Maybe that thing you feel the temptation to hide is different. For you, it may not be a locker, but there may be a place you go to hide some things in secret. For you, it may be a bathroom or a basement. It may not be cheating you're trying to hide at all. Maybe for you, it's pornography. And pornography, or sometimes it's called porn, is just a fancy word for images or videos of things you know you shouldn't look at on your computer or your phone. Unfortunately, our society has made it too easy for us to see things we shouldn't see. Nowadays, you could be watching a YouTube video and all of a sudden the next video that plays is one you know you shouldn't have seen. Or maybe your friends talk about porn in such a way that makes you feel like there's really nothing wrong with it. Your friend showed you something that, yeah, you probably shouldn't have seen that, but now what's the harm? 
Maybe for you, the temptation is, is at night. You're scrolling through Instagram before you fall asleep or when you're home alone and think that no one would ever find out. You see, TV shows, movies, and social media can be so casual. They objectify women or, or show people in such a degrading way that we may not even realize we're harming ourselves. You know that looking at porn doesn't hurt anyone else, but when you think about telling someone, you can't fathom it. So you keep it a secret. Maybe some of you don't really struggle with porn, but you do struggle with feeling like you're not enough. You compare yourselves to the other guys, or maybe you feel like you can't deal with the pain of your parents' divorce or the loss of a loved one. And so you started cutting or self-harming to feel better. You justify it by saying it's your body and not anyone else's. And even though you are doing it to yourself and no one else, you still feel like it is something that has to stay hidden. I want you to take a second and think of some habits people might justify by saying, yeah, but it doesn't hurt anyone, so it's okay. Which of these do you think is the biggest challenge for your group of friends? So, what's the big deal? If it's not hurting anyone and no one finds out about it, why does it matter if it's mastering me? Well, the truth is that when you are mastered by something, you follow its plan and not God's. God wants what's best for you. The thing you are struggling with does not have your best interests in mind. Now, there was this guy named Paul. He wrote a bunch of letters to people who were running the risk of having secrets and becoming mastered by their struggles. In one of his letters, he writes something that we today can learn from. It says this, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. The body, however, is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. Let's break this down. I have the right to do anything. Most of us would cheer and say, yeah, that's right, I'm my own man, I'm my own boss, I can do anything I want, nobody can tell me what to do. Maybe you wouldn't say it like that, or maybe it'd be some version of it. <laughs> but then Paul goes on to say, but not everything is beneficial. Oh, okay, maybe I have the right to do anything I want to, but maybe there are some things that are not so great for me. How would we say something is not beneficial today? We would probably define it as anything that takes us away from the plan God has for us. The things that we feel the temptation to keep in secret are never beneficial. Paul then clarifies by repeating this phrase with a little edit. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. See, he recognizes that when we live our lives saying, I will do what I want, we open ourselves up to the temptation of hiding the things we shouldn't do, the things that are not beneficial and even harmful to us. The last thing he says, to me, is the most interesting. The body, however, is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. Maybe a more simple way to say this. The body is meant for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. So what Paul is saying is our body was created for the Lord, created to follow his amazing plan for our life because he wants what's best for you. When we follow the temptation to do things in secret, we may not be harming others, but we are harming ourselves. And all throughout the Bible, we learn that God never wants us to hurt another person. But the thing is, you are a person. 
When you do things that are not beneficial and secret, and they become your master, you are doing harm to yourself, a person that God loves. So I'm curious, is there anything in your life that has the potential to be a master to you? Is there something that you have been feeling the temptation to keep in secret or have been keeping in secret for some time? After hearing all of this, how would you know if your life was being mastered by a habit or was out of control? And when you discover the things you are doing in secret, how will you defeat your master? I once heard a great phrase that encouraged me to open up my locker and share some of my secrets. And it goes like this, it will never be easier to tell a secret than today. What this means is the longer you wait, the stronger the hold your master has and the harder it is to get it out. But when you bring things into the light and expose them, you take their power and allow God to free you from captivity. Some of you have something right now that you need to bring into the light. And after it's in the light, it can be hard to know what to do afterwards to keep it from becoming a mistake again. Maybe it's as easy as keeping your computer out in the open or having a filter on your web browser to give you some accountability. Maybe your phone needs to be only used in public and not even brought into your bedroom. Maybe buy an old alarm clock so your phone isn't the last thing you look at before bed and the first thing you see in the morning. Or maybe you need to invite your parents or small group leaders to check your phone randomly to keep you from crossing boundaries. Or possibly you need to stop going over to that friend's house that has no filter on their computer and you know their parents will let you be alone with that computer for hours. Your friend sees no harm in looking at porn so you know that they won't hold you accountable. It is so important that you place boundaries around your technology as well as your relationships. Accountability is crucial to help you stay on track. A great way to gain accountability is to share with your small group and small group leader. Allowing them to walk with you and carry the burden with you will help you walk in freedom. I want you to finish this sentence in your head right now. I would be able to fight this temptation a lot better if this group would help me what? Now, take your answer with you to small group and begin to bring things into the light to remove them of their power over you. Now, I get it. I know this can be a scary thing to do. So as you get ready to head to small group, I want you to think about this question. Is there something going on that you are afraid to let people know about? Maybe you know some people who are keeping things in secret. What is a bad habit that we mentioned today or didn't mention today that someone might try to keep a secret? As you leave today, I want you to remember what Paul said. You have the right to do anything. But I also want you to remember that not everything is good for you and you can use that right to follow God and his amazing plan for your life or you can use that right to hide things and be mastered by something that wants to take you away from God's amazing plan. Because it is true that the things done in secret have the power to master us.